Welcome to Practically a Fabring, a podcast about life, about getting real, and about Chabad Hasidis. Here's our hosts, Menachem Poznanski and Rabbi Meir Prager. Practically a Fabring, and welcome back. Okay, here we are, well into Parak Yudbeis, talking about the Benini. And today's message is really positive and really achievable. Like, not far from us. Like, Karov Elecha Hadavar Ma'od. Okay, but before we get there, uh, do us a favor, subscribe to the podcast, give us a five-star review. Well, give us five stars and a review uh, on Apple. That helps us get the word. And also share us with your friends. That's the best way to let people know. If you want to reach us, email us at podcast at gmail.com. We really enjoy it, and we love to hear from you. Okay, Mayor did a bang-up job, of course. And now uh, we'll just jump in. Uh, a little bit of light. Here you go. Welcome back. <laughs> okay, practically if I bring in pay. So we're, we're in the middle of Paracute Bays. We're talking about the Bainani. We're like way in the weeds here. And we ended off last episode by talking about, I asked you a question, and then you left me hanging for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> So overwhelming. Felt like weeks. Right, so it, right, it felt like weeks. Uh, the moments felt like weeks. Okay, so the question is, the question I ask is, this all seems very intense, very admire, very admirable and very attractive in terms of where a person wants to go and achieving this level. And and I, I wanted to understand, is this, is this a level that's reflected for everybody or this is a chassid? Meaning is there, and and then by extension, is there a distinction between those two things from, from the Alter Rebbe's vantage point, right? Is there like a, a program, a chassid program, a chabad chassid program, and then a regular person or a non-chabad, like someone who's not ready to sign up for the for the full package? Or 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 is there just one, one program here? Oh, everybody signed up for the full package, but uh, sometimes the full package you got to start with A, go B, C, D, and E. So that's interesting. You s- so I think that's very good question because that's exact. That's what I think the Alter is leading to in the next thing. The next thing he 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 brings in Perikud Bays. He brings from Shlema Malach. And Al Ibn Tanya is very fascinated by this, and he brings it down a number of times. It's a very interesting. He says, Shlomo uh, says, she, uh, she, yes, I have seen Shlomo Merch, the smartest, God gave him the intellect, the smartest person. Li'isi, I've seen clearly. She, yes, there's an advantage to intellect, I mean, not from stupidity, like the, the advantage of light over dark. So the question usually is like, seriously, you don't have to be that smart to see that there is an advantage to intellect over stupidity, and you definitely don't need a muscle like light into dark. Everybody, you know, what, what's exactly, what, what, what's the insight that Shulam Melch is saying? So he adds, says beautifully, he says, We see an amazing phenomenon. If this room had no light at all, and you turn on an, a nightlight in one corner of the room, the entire room get, lose, becomes lighter, loses its dark edge. It's a light room. You can see something. If in the same room you shut, we take that bulb out, it's, it's not as bright, but it's fine. 
It doesn't change the whole room. It doesn't change anything. It's just in that room, that part of the room. You can't see over there. You got to walk over. But when, when you put a night light, then all of a sudden you can see where you couldn't see before. Now you can see. There's, he all of a sudden, Shlema Melch saw that, that there is a, an advantage to the right way of doing things that is not like usually in life there's a yin and a yang and every opposite has an equal, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. He goes, no, I actually found a place that's skewed towards good and that the good actually perpetuates itself in a way that negative doesn't. And I believe that the reason why he's saying this part of, uh, of it is because of the question that you asked. Because when, when you start controlling your mind, your thoughts, maybe it doesn't mean every, I mean, of course, if you, if you did all, bad, all thoughts, you're great. But even if you did one thought, you, what you mm. ended up doing is you brought, you brought in a light and an energy to deal with all the thoughts that you didn't even deal with yet. It took off some of the, the control the animal had on your wagon as it's going, loses it when you take one of the reins. It's now, it stops everybody. It slows everybody else down. And, and that is, is a, such a powerful tool and understanding that whatever you're doing, any single shed a light, and that's why the Rebbe was very much into, go out there and let someone do a mitzvah, do anything good, do any acts of good and kind, just do anything. It takes the light out of the room, and the dark, it takes off the edge of darkness out of the room, and you actually can see things you couldn't see before, and, and, and it's interesting, because I was talking to somebody yesterday, and they're doing a good thing, and then they stopped one, they dropped, let's say, for a second or whatever, they, they stopped doing, they're like, oh, I'm such a terrible person. I'm like, well, why are you such a terrible person? And you're like, you, you stop, you, you stop to just do it, you know, do it again. And then I realized, because I was in the background, this Tanya is in my head, because we're, we're learning it now, is that really that room's dark. That light was coming, that, that, the reason why they weren't feeling bad about the rest of their life until this point was because that little light that they were doing was, was taking off the edge of everything else. Mm. Once they stopped the good, they, all of a sudden, they're like, they realized that the room's dark, but it, all of a sudden now it just came to their, they're paying attention to it. They didn't, they didn't become bad people, worse people. They just didn't do a good thing. Just to go back to when you to, to any good thing that you're doing, you're gonna feel in all aspects of your life some of the edge off. Take the edge off. There's an there's a tremendous thing in in in, in any type of light. And also you also look at it, even though it says in Pikiovas a very great severe, I don't see I don't always see that. You know, you, you, you would know better than me. You don't see people progressively getting worse. They don't. They do sometimes a bad thing and then they go to a new level, but they don't like... I do see as people get older, they're, more, they're getting smarter, they're starting to become more mature, they're doing more mitzvahs, they're doing they start learning more because any light starts a trend, it starts taking it off. The trend is to, towards the good. Mm. And, 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 and it's a very important and empowering idea of knowing that, that once you do good, you took, you're really starting to bring the original design of Mayach Shalot al the thought 
that your your mind controls and can take back control of your life. Okay, so, wow. Okay, so what you're talking about is that the Alter Rebbe is somewhat anticipating our emotional reaction to this description, where it's like, okay, this all sounds amazing, and that's the natural state, and it's wonderful. And, and he inserts, in a subtle way, a tremendous chizik, that's not, I don't think it's like a like a patting us on the head kind of chizik, but like real a real chizik that's meant to inspire us to continue to move forward, right? So you talked about this idea of ma'at or the obvious benefit of light over darkness. And you used a beautiful metaphor about the separation between the effect of move, removing a small amount of light from the room and how minor the impact is versus adding a small amount of light to a room that's completely dark. Right, which completely transforms everything. A room that's entirely dark, not only can't you see, but everything in the room is kind of, dis- its value is gone. You add a small amount of light to the room and suddenly you can see the dimensions of everything. You can see the beauty of everything. You can see its value, right? So a small amount of light has tremendous effort. And what that's doing is it's kind of like inviting us to orient our minds towards a place that is, sque- that is skewed towards good to evaluating the benefit of a small amount of good, meaning that part of this description, and this kind of reflects back to everything we've been talking about, part of this description of the Bainani as the person who never sins is not because we're expected necessarily to be that in this moment, but rather that we're being invited on a journey towards that. And now the Alter Rebbe is telling us that every small act, every small move we make towards that place of gaining more and more mastery over our lives of inviting like what we talked about in the last episode tasting that song or tasting that flavor that we've been all been looking for into another area of our life or another you know adding another instrument to the symphony of the song that we're looking for whatever that is adds tremendous light and therefore gives us strength so there's a there's a there's a tremendous empowering message within that and then you said something really really cool um which is you know, when we were discussing guilt in the last episode, right? And you talked about how sometimes we become we can become very unenamored un- un- with ourselves when we do like a, a relatively minor sin, right? And so why why do why does that happen to people? So the answer that you gave, which is really really cool, which is because when we were doing that thing well, it was like a small amount of light that was lighting up so many areas of our lives. And when you remove that tiny amount of light within darkness, it, it highlights further other darkness, right? So that's overwhelming, but then also it's incredibly empowering because what it reminds a person is that in order for me to orient myself back towards a positive space, just add more good. Don't get like stuck meditating on the being negative. his bone in on the negative. Right. <laughs> it was all there. That's the truth, right? <laughs> just go, do some good stuff. Add some more light into your life so that you can begin that process of getting progressively better. Now, you said something else that I think is really important to, I think, uh, kind of clarify or comment on, this idea that people don't get progressively worse, because like objectively, that's not true, and yet I think what you said is true, which is like people definitely get progressively worse. However, as long as they stay in the game, then they only get progressively better. I think that's true, right? People that have surrendered to the darkness get progressively worse. But people that are making whatever effort to try to live a little bit better, a little bit right, progressively get better over time. As they get older, they get more maturity, they they become less overwhelmed by their impulses. 
their impulses reduce, their ability to control those things enhances. Life is kind of on our side. And that was the point that you were trying to make. Life is on our side. We're going to get where we're going. So instead of trying to like get there totally, we need to just like do whatever small thing we can do. This is a, this is a theme that I've been thinking about a lot. And this relates back to something we talked about in the last episode, all the great social movements that have happened in the last 200 years and how they were so many, so much driven by, by Jews. There's like a movement where people are talking about, like when you watch the news or when you look at online at comments, you could think that the world is so much worse than it was before. That's the way people want you to believe. But the reality is the world is so much better, better. like a million so, times better. A million times better. Like we've almost wiped out Adverse poverty. Now, it doesn't mean that people aren't suffering. It doesn't mean that people don't, things don't need to get better. I, even myself, growing up as a fr- in a from Hasidic neighborhood, watching all the different Jewish communities as a, in large, and the stuckers and the giving, and the, the, there's never been so many shiurim. Granted, we don't have individual great people like there was before, but from a mass point of view, there's never been a, a, such a good mass of Jews. So part of that um, perspective is like, instead of trying to like make perfection happen right now get out of the way and do a good act and allow it to move towards where it's meant to be and that's like a really powerful message you know i feel like what well, i don't want well, i'll leave it out for the side we can talk about the idea of like drawing mashiach's light into the world right which is this is like a different thing because we hear stories okay i will say it because we hear stories about tzaddikim that we're trying to bring mashiach right well there's many many Throughout history, like people like talk about, people say all sorts of weird things about Tadikim that refer to themselves as Mashiach, which there's so many of them who refer to themselves as like alluded to the fact that they were like the Mashiach of that generation. It's not like the craziest thing in the world. It's happened many, many times in history. And also many Tadikim who were trying to like kind of force Mashiach out into the world. But one of the things that's actually unique about the Rebbe is that the Rebbe was trying to bring Mashiach through small positive acts by masses of people. I don't know what the Rebbe was doing personally. I, it's funny you say that. I, yeah. I wish I had the picture. Oh, it's on, the, on my wall in the office. Yeah. I have a quote that someone was in Yechidis, yeah. in the private audience at the Rebbe. And he, he, he wrote it down because it was so powerful. He said, the Jews, I'm, I'm going to say it in English, basically. Right. He says the Jews went through every single, every challenge, every personal, emotional, spiritual, physical pain, every challenge in the world. And then he continues. He goes, it's not, it was in the 60s. So communism was still in full bloom. Right. He goes, it's not going to be the Jews from Russia and not the Jews from Morocco that are going to bring Mashiach. You know, it was, it, he goes, it's the ones from America, Australia, and the like who are living free lives. And he says, God's saying, take your freedom and I want to see what you do with it. <laughs> And it was like, this is the first time in our Jewish lives that we truly have in these countries, and now already in Russia and in other places, where we, have, we actually have freedom. But you never lived like that. They were never able to do anything. Right. And now they have. But, but in, the com- in the context that we're talking about is that at the end of the day, he wants us to find our true Jewish humanity. Right. It's our choice in, in your thought, speech, and action that regain and create a new uh, a light. And we're, we're making, we're, we're not a gailam anymore. We're right, so it's, a, it's a one small action yeah. moving towards, towards that place of bainedness, right? Which is where a person has like a place of, where they can, they get to live their lives healthy, spiritually healthy, which means, 
I think there's another secret, hopefully, um, right, in this in this aspect why he throws this in over here. <clears throat> is our intellect from stupidity. You know, there's another advantage when you turn on a light in a room versus the other way around, is that there's this wow factor. You just, there's a little, whoa, there's a, it's a burst of energy. Oh, oh, there's a, it's like, wow, <laughs> an appreciation that you didn't, if you walked into the room and there was a light was on and you walked one to the room, whatever, it's all there. It's, you don't expect anything. But when you walk, when, you, when it's a dark room and then someone shuts off, turns on the light, there's a burst of energy that comes in. That's the energy. That's what he's trying, that's, what he's, that's the conversation with the Benini. When you're in sikhlus, when you're being controlled by the animal and you're in a dark place, and then all of a sudden you grab control, all of a sudden you created the energy itself. It's, it's even greater than a tzaddik because a tzaddik is in touch with a vision. He's outside himself. He's, he's, he's taking in energy that already exists in the world and he's, he's, he doesn't have issues and therefore he can take it in. The Benini is not in that. He doesn't have access to light. He created his own light. By taking control of that, that force of nature creates the energy that is the light that actually takes, that, 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 that it itself takes away the darkness of, of, of everything else. And that's the energy source. So wow. keep doing that. You know, wow. keep, you have a challenge. Altair is always, we're always thinking challenges is is negative but the the, the the not doing it is god's way it's like i'm giving you a self self-created um self-propelled self-propelled energy source yeah. wow. the only, and, and that's that's what Shlomo says i saw this that when you're because otherwise what you, what's your relationship with stupidity because you're doing something that's stupid and then all of a sudden you decide I'm not doing it anymore all of a sudden I say, he says I, I got a burst of energy I never, I never felt before mm. and now I, can, now I can do things I regain control oh wow right so it's the value of Chachma over Sichlis is the value of the transition from Sichlis to Chachma that's the that's Ko'or that's it's like when the, when the when the lights turn on in a dark room and you're like blinded by the every energy needs to come needs to have a, a some type of resource wow a, a, a friction right. friction creates electri- electricity right the electric so the interesting thing is that he brings that down for a Benini not for a Tzadik yeah because right. he wow. we see Ben Asichus because you you have friction ability here. Right. All you have to do is just don't do it. Is right. striking the the match against the thing, and all of a sudden this beautiful fire comes up, and wow. now all of a sudden you can you can cook something. Wow! 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 Thank you, Mayor. That's amazing. Yeah.